Welcome to Fable and the Verbivore. I'm Fable, Beth Stedman. And I'm the Verbivore, Laura Johnson. And this is a podcast for writers who read, readers who write, and, and everyone, everyone who, who loves, loves words. Okay. These are some of our favorite episodes. So at the end of each year, we try to do a little looking back and kind of talk about a recap of the year that's passed. And then next week, we will talk a little bit about the year to come, kind of our our goals and our words for the next year. So today, we're talking about 2023, (laughs) which I feel like was a big year for both of us, Um, and just lots of things happening. (laughs) It was. And I don't know, like, listening back to last year's 2022 recap and the, like, goals we had for this year. Yeah. (laughs) It's always funny, and this is, I think this is the fifth time we've done this practice, is is that right? And it's just one of those, I love it as a kind of wrapping up of what's happened Mm -hmm. and kind of looking forward. I just, I love this practice. I agree. And I I think it's always so fascinating, too. I mean, we've said this before, but Mm. it's so interesting to see the way that our words or goals both change and come to fruition yes. <laughs> every time it just every time it's surprising to me absolutely and I, I think we talked about this in when we were talking about our work there's something about setting a word or yeah. a phrase an or an intention mm-hmm. or it brings it in yeah and it allows you to notice the moments that you can kind of yeah bring that idea in and engage with it and maybe bring it into practice bring it into like active doing that I think is pretty amazing yeah I agree okay Zora so remind us all what your word was for 2023 and how that related to your year and what kind of happened this year for you yeah I kind of broke the rules last year because I actually did too (laughs) (laughs) so I I did two things and one was to be open to what the experience has to offer. Um, and that was basically not bringing baggage with me into mm. situations, like letting the moment unfold, not forcing something, letting mm. it to become. And then the other one was engage with the present with attention and intention mm. and kind of noticing and going through the practice of seeing the little things of being in the moment and enjoying the little thing that's happening over here and like being in the now more than I typically am because Mm. I am an anxiety like (laughs) we both tend to live in our heads and in (laughs) the future like yes absolutely and in the anticipatory anxiety and then the worry about what we already did yes (laughs) And doing <laughs> and breaking yourself over the coals yes, of what yes. has happened previously, yeah. of what you know might have happened an hour ago or twenty <laughs> years ago, like, <laughs> of like living in that cycle or loop yeah. over and over and over again, and kind of not releasing. Yeah. And I feel like this has been this this year has been a lot of untethering to mm. to both of those things the anxiety of the past the the fear of failure Mm -hmm. that's already happened Mm -hmm. (laughs) like the the did I choose the wrong thing 
Um, did I make the wrong choice? Did I do... Did this choice here cascade yeah. <laughs> completely, like, affect my life in a, in a terrible way? And also the, like, fear of the next moment. Yeah. The fear of the future. The fear of all the things that could be. Yeah. And it's been fascinating because this year basically a week after I recorded the looking back and the the planning for the next year my year just completely imploded (laughs) (laughs) I had a major medical crisis I was in the hospital for 10 days and I've talked about it before but it's interesting how this practice in the moment of needing to be there and be focused on be focused on the moment of what I need to do to get to the next moment and the next moment and the I need to take these medications I need to make sure I do this and this and this and this and this and this it forced me into that habit so fast it broke every rhythm and it really forced me into being there And it was really 10 days of silence Mm. because my parents were in Australia, which I was supposed to go to completely, like, destroyed those plans. But it was so amazing. Like, if I did, you know, if I step back (laughs) from all the trauma of, like, being through that medical experience, it really forced me, even the prednisone I was on in large numbers forced me to just be in yeah. like the right now because I couldn't I, focus I on couldn't. it beyond that. Yeah. yeah. And in many ways, it was something that kind of allowed me to reset mm. all of those things. And not that it was perfect. Like mm. I would have to go through and do the process of grounding, do a lot of deep breathing actively pull my attention to the now but it is funny how even being aware of my intention within that moment of choosing of making the active choice of actively engaging with the now rather than I I feel like myself from previous years would have disassociated a lot during that part of the process but it was interesting how being very very present in every moment there even engaging very deeply in every conversation I had my nephrologist uh, kidney doctor who would come in and he's I I genuinely think that he saved my life Mm. um, in that process but he was so engaged Mm. that he allowed for this engagement that was on a very deep level he explained things deeply and I think that set a lot of habits for the year Mm. of just noticing of asking questions coming at things with curiosity but even like choosing choosing to be in the moment choosing to engage even with discomfort and I feel like that's been again like with that desire to disassociate and kind of step outside my body it's been a really fascinating practice to have to be like in it and have to be noticing and have to be very much present yeah and it's not perfect it's something that I'm still working on but it 
it has been an incredible process. I talked previously about reading The Art of Noticing, yeah. which gave me little exercises to do, which allowed me yeah. to kind of make my own exercises of mm. when I'm in the moment. Like today, it's so it's so weird, but I was in this coffee shop and they have this laser on in the bathroom. Okay. It's 20 second and shade. Uh-huh. Um, and the dust motes were picking uh-huh. up the laser. Uh-huh. So you get little flashes of green and red. Uh-huh. And it was, it's, it's around Christmas time. So it was like this beautiful, weird, yeah, little kind of moment of obscure, but high beauty. Hmm. And I think that having some of those practices have allowed you for this? more directly like yeah. connecting with it. It's interesting yeah. to me too, like, I, I, correct me if I'm wrong, mm. but it seemed from the outside at least that you wrote more this year too Ooh. than you ever have in other years. And it's interesting to me that yes. that practice of being present would then lead to, you know, like we think that yeah. we have to plan out like or these goals or like oh I'm gonna write all these books or whatever but just being in the moment and doing what you needed in that moment actually led to more production for you even like I don't know it's interesting to me and I think it's true like even what I'm going to be like the intuition of the Mm -hmm. moment and stepping into the scene where I have an intention, but I also listen to the character's intention, and I can hold those two things, um, has been kind of huge. And paying attention and listening has Mm. been like that huge practice of, like with the prednisone creativity was hard, like I couldn't even grab Mm. onto my ideas, but as soon as I got off of it, it was like, Everything had been chugging along. Mm. There had been all these things that I had kind of been able to bring in. And I think even, like, allowing myself to listen to music during that time, because yeah. what I'm, I wrote during that time was very much informed by different things I had been listening to yeah. and seeing and kind of working up towards. But it flowed out in a way that I, I haven't experienced previously where I think that there was almost this level of allowing it to unfold the story to unfold even though I knew like the end goal allowing it to unfold and even the less fear of what it will become less Mm -hmm. fear of when a character brings in something of being Mm -hmm. like Oh no! What is that gonna do? And, and yeah. yeah, there, there's definitely some of that too. Of like that. Sure, of being able to sit in that moment and let yeah, it be what it is. Absolutely, yeah. and and I do think that there's something about that that I think creating does lend itself to being in the body, like yeah. being engaged and listening, and all of those things. I do think helps hmm. get something like let something come out and let something kind of develop into what it wants to be even though that sounds a little weird I think that there is that kind of unknowableness yeah and we've talked about like our the part of ourselves that's very self-critical yeah I think there's been a like a lot of reshifting with that part of myself Mm. of just not 
That makes Shutting sense too, though. As you of, let go of some of that anxiety yeah. and some of that stuff in your real life, then you yeah. can also kind of let go of some of that in your work too. Even of noticing that and having that yeah. conversation with that part of myself and being like, no, this is safe. Yeah. It is okay. Yeah. Like, we can go to this place. And that is all right. Like, we are choosing to. We yeah. aren't, like, without any, like, You still have control. And, yeah. yeah. But I think there's something, even just in noticing that that's where I wanted to go. Mm. Because if we're talking about goals, I actually wrote a very different project than the one I thought I was going to. Yeah. It wasn't, I originally had thought I would draft the noir and I'm still working on that one. That one's definitely going to be something that's going to come into play yeah. in the next year. But this one, you was... didn't even have. The, did you even have an idea for this one when you started the year, or just I, barely maybe? It was like uh-huh. so back burner. <laughs> I mean, back burner. I didn't know characters yeah, at all. Yeah. I didn't know anything except for like a couple words yeah. of of the thought. And it's funny how it changed so much and it it kind of naturally did and I think it really that process of being in the moment allowed me to let go Mm -hmm. really easily to Mm -hmm. things that I had held on to with the idea so even having the idea at the beginning of the year or even towards the end it was just a flicker and then it had this kind of started to gain solidity but then like things left off as before I even started writing and and I did have this feeling of like okay like Mm -hmm. I can lose this stuff like this stuff doesn't serve it anymore it served it to get to this point yeah but it doesn't serve it anymore and to have this very like distinctive feel of this is what in this moment I should be doing and that conviction because hmm. I think conviction is hard for me hmm. like getting to that <laughs> point of, I like, second guess everything right? <laughs> well it's so easy it absolutely is this it's a natural yeah. compulsion to ask yourself is this the right thing yeah. like am I making the right choice and it felt like I actually had written about 12 thousand words in a project which I'm still Mm -hmm. going to be working on to this next year that I ended up tabling because this one just it it was there it was like shouting at me to write and there were several days where like it it would not shut up (laughs) it was like so loud that you're like okay doing it it." (laughs) like you're you're talking to yourself but it's it is like that conviction of this is what this is what needs to be worked on. This yeah. is what's most pressing. And I, I think even just having that feeling of certainty that yeah. I am where I Well, and trusting be. your own instincts yeah. and like following that flow and that interest. And yeah. It's interesting how when you start listening, mm. we don't realize how much like we actually intuitively yes. can. We're so used to like (laughs) shutting that part of ourself down that as a practice, I think that there's a lot of that intuition that can become conviction when we've listened to it and we're kind of checking in with ourselves. And that that became kind of really a part of the the ebbs and flows of the natural process. Mm -hmm. I think throughout that active listening, checking in, like 
Yeah. That's, I think, what solidified itself into practice throughout the year. And I'm really excited about that as a process of mm. like being able to take that process forward. Yeah. So exciting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Very interesting. And should I talk about the rest of my goals just <laughs> for next year? Well, for this last year. Oh, yeah, sure. So the rest of my goals um, was to like do the historical fiction edit, uh-huh. which I wasn't able to do. I wanted to walk the streets of um, Australia yeah. and in listening back to that, it's so funny to think about where I was in that mindset because yeah. right now I'm prepping and packing for that trip to Australia, which I was <laughs> able to reschedule. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's been two years <laughs> that we've had to cancel That's for fun. one reason or another. Um, and so I'm right now, again, holding it loosely. Like, I hope it happens. Mm-hmm. And I think if it does happen, I will see it as a great gift. It's mm. something I've been really looking forward to for yeah. a while. And I haven't seen my family who lives there at least part of that family um, for about four and a half years. So I'm really looking forward to it. So I'm going to move that goal forward. Um, The drafting noir I didn't do, but I drafted another project. So I feel really good about that one. Um, I didn't get a chance to do a class, um, but we'll talk about that more in kind of future goals. And I'm glad I didn't force myself to, though. Like, I... I think I could see a version of myself that would either, you know, feel like I've failed or kind of mm. rake myself over the coals over it. But I, I'm like, you know what? It didn't happen. And that's yeah. okay. Well, I think that yeah. was a lot of what your year was too, yeah. is not forcing and instead yes. of following like what this moment holds. And I think that's, absolutely. there's a lot of power in that. There absolutely is. And in letting, letting yourself and your gear unfold. Yeah allowing like those plans to be like I hope yeah to do this Mm -hmm. but not allowing it to dictate your life and to make yourself miserable if it doesn't happen the way you hope I've I've really had a lot of reframing with that Mm. um and the last thing was to do episodes on the podcast that we were excited about Mm. and that we crushed like I feel like we absolutely killed that with our like romance February (laughs) and Bridgerton and Lord of the Rings and wonderful panel conversations Mm. that were amazing talking about neurodiversity and talking about um ourselves in a vulnerable and amazing way Mm. and I think that's the power of time like I've been thinking about even from where we started on the podcast is getting to that kind of ability to feel like you're safe enough to really dig in with the Mm. things you very much care about yeah um and so I think that was a huge success I love that yeah (laughs) I didn't listen back to the last episode. So I'm like, I don't even remember what my calls were. I, <laughs> I'm sure you do. I have some ideas. <laughs> I, I mean, I think I kind of do, but yeah. I do remember my word for the year. Yes. Um, so my word for 2023 was um, to reframe and to revi- revision this kind of like idea. I think, wasn't it? I close. Like, to close, maturation yes. and yes. fullness. Right. Yeah. (laughs) It's okay. It's okay. Which you absolutely did. I feel. (laughs) 
feel like there's a lot of change this year in yeah. this kind of like metamorphosis in my writing life yes. and in my process. And was revision the year before? <laughs> okay, but that they build they, on each they other. They do. They absolutely. Do. This, I feel like that is. Um, even my thinking about 2024, like, is kind of this progression. Yes. This year was a lot of, like, um, it, it felt very unexpected. It wasn't what I thought. I, it felt like I had a really hard, hard right turn in February. And it was, I'm so glad. Like, I'm just so glad. There were a lot of things that came out of this year that I'm really grateful for and that are exciting. And I think for me, too, there was a lot of this, like, following flow and ease mm. and, like, what, um, is fun. Yes. <laughs> like, I, I had planned to do a lot of revision this year and to like fix up some projects and submit them for querying and yep, that was... and I didn't do that. Yeah. But I'm really glad that I didn't. <laughs> like, um, yeah, I took some risks instead and yes. tried some things and self-published for the first time and it was scary and terrifying and fun and I learned so much and I'm still yes. learning so much and I think I feel much more grounded in what I want my writing life to be in the mm. in the kinds of things I want to produce in the type of what my goals are for writing and um and even like I think I always thought I wanted to self-publish I mean to traditionally publish like yeah. that was always my goal was traditional <laughs> And I think I've really realized, like, I don't think I would like traditional publishing. <laughs> I don't think it plays to my natural bents. <laughs> yeah. um, traditional publishing is very slow and very um, tedious, and there's a lot of, like, waiting on other people. Yes. And yeah. I hate that. I don't mm-hmm. like it. It doesn't play well to <laughs> what, I, what I enjoy. I don't want to spend a year and a half revising the same project and thinking about the same project. I want to produce and keep producing more and just get things out in the world and I think this year I really realized that and leaned into that and recognized like okay maybe self-publishing is really the right step for me um yeah and and I do think more and more that it is I still have a couple projects that I'm like I wouldn't mind querying this just to see what happened with it but for the most part I'm having a lot of fun with um just putting things out in the world (laughs) and it's been amazing to watch like to be on this side like to watch the progression and development and growth it's been amazing to be on the sidelines cheering you on Mm -hmm. as this year has developed and changed that's been cool it's been so fascinating too like I just I look back to February and I thought like I really had no plans to do any yeah. of the things that I did. And I I remember like having these conversations with my critique group, like, yeah. hey, what if I did this thing? <laughs> <laughs> what if I just threw out this little novella for fun? Yes. And and that turned into thirteen novellas yes. this year. <laughs> Which is amazing. Yeah. Like it is such an accomplishment, but also like it is a, this is what I want to do, yes. and I'm going to do it. Yeah, it is. And I think I'm really, I leaned into how my brain works, even, yes. and, like, who I am. Mm-hmm. Like, I do write fast. I yeah. I like writing 
fast. I love drafting. I hate revision. I feel like I came up with a revision and editing process this year that worked for me that didn't yes. require more than two weeks because yeah. that's my attention span. Like I really realized that this year. Yes. Like, my attention span for a project is two weeks and then I get bored. And the same is true for revisions. Like if revisions take more than two weeks, then I get frustrated and annoyed. I get bored. I end yeah. up like not doing a good job on it (laughs) but I think this year I really like acknowledged that and leaned into that so there was a lot of like okay I spent two weeks editing the first half of this book and then I'm gonna be done and I'm gonna set it aside and I'm gonna go do something else and I'll come back to it later um or a lot of like writing novellas because I can write a novella in one to two weeks and I can just finish it in that time and then I don't get bored with it (laughs) um and I think like I think in the past too I felt a lot of this feels weird to say, but almost like shame for how fast I write or like a guilt, maybe like I yes. think it I didn't want to make anyone else feel bad by yeah. how quickly I produce. And yeah. I know some of like some people have felt pressured by that and have felt envious of that. And so I take on responsibility for their feelings in the past. And so then I would kind of like, OK, well, I need to like and it's dumb. It's dumb. It's not my responsibility what other people feel. And I think this year was a lot of just leaning into like, no, this is my process and this is what works for me and this is what I enjoy. And I don't want to put out books that win awards or like perfect. I want to put out books that people will read and that they'll read fast and they'll enjoy and that are entertaining. I want to make money. And like there are things like that that I felt like I owned and wasn't so afraid to say aloud. Um, Because I think there is this kind of like backlash for saying you want to make money or for saying you want to, you know, like, or for writing kind of poppy, just entertaining things. And and I think this year I kind of tried to let go of all that and just be like, no, I'm going to write things that are fun, that are ridiculous, that are just good enough (laughs) and I'm going to put them out in the world and that was it was really freeing I love that like that kind of acceptance yeah Uh, and even that self-acceptance yeah because I think so much of that is kind of as we internalize those messages yes it is kind of within ourselves that we're not accepting like what is ours and to own that both identify it but also to kind of come to fruition with it like to bring it in and be like no I'm going to embrace that yeah I absolutely have seen that I've absolutely had the pleasure of witnessing it Mm -hmm. and it's been amazing to see and I'm just I'm so excited for you and and I think even for that seeing what is yours then moving forward yeah Yeah. I think I spent a lot of time the last few years too, like, I really wanted to write books that could get past the gatekeeper, you know, like Mm, books that would be picked up traditionally. And so Mm. I spent a lot of time working on the same books and revising the same books. And, and I got frustrated, annoyed. And like, and I think this year, like one of my big things that I started the year with was that I wanted to write, I wanted to write a book that was 3.5 stars. (laughs) Like, Right in the middle. Like, <laughs> I wanted a book that was right in the middle of the market. Not as I good as the best that. books in the genre. Yeah. Not as bad as the worst books in the genre. But 3.5 was what I was doing for. Yes. And I feel like I did that. Like, yes. I think all the books I put out this year have been in that, like, 4 to 4.5 range, honestly, and yeah. as far as ratings go. And and that was really, like, yeah, that's exactly what I was shooting for. Um, and that. that feels good. Like, it feels good to, like, let go of that perfection and just yes. be like, it's okay to just put something out. 
Absolutely. Well, and I think that like having these specific goals yeah. that even are outside of our control yeah. really just leads to, I think, our, yeah, and yeah. like running around in circles yeah. and not doing the things that feel vital to ourselves, yeah. like not, or even like really passionate to ourselves yeah. or enjoyable to ourselves. And I yeah. think there's a value in really connecting with yeah. What what connects with those things? Yes, absolutely. I think I really leaned into to developmental editing for people mm-hmm. this year. Like I yeah. had a lot more clients than I've had in any other year. That's and that awesome. was another one of those things of like recognizing this is what I love. Like I yes. love getting to work with people on their books. I love, you know, getting to chat with them about writing and books and all of that. And I love like there are certain things that I'm good at with that. Like I am not a line editor and I'm really like leaned into that too like I am good at story logic I am good at structure and plot and um those kind of big picture things and it was really fun to just own that too and to kind of be like this is what I can offer and to see the people um who came for that offering to see them excited about it and to see it really make changes in, in their book and to see them feel better about their work at the end of it was really really fun too I love that. And even there, like, try not to be perfect, but to, like, I just want to move your book farther, you know? Make it better than it was at the start instead of, it won't be perfect still, but let's make it better than it is right now. Absolutely. So, that was fun. I love that. And I I love that messaging Mm. of the, it is so important to know what is ours, what fits in our our wheelhouse of what we even want. Like, what we want to bring in Mm-hmm. I, it kind of feels like that shifting off of all the shoulds and have yes. tos and this is what needs to happen in order to do this. Yes. That being able to re-see and since revision has been part of the yeah. the conversation, like to be able to actually change yeah. that path that you're even going down. Yeah. Like pivoting is so hard because we have to break free of all the things that have kept us on this certain path and it's just so exciting to see all of those things that have led to that repaving (laughs) yeah yeah I I think I wanted that revision this year you know that a close word was this idea of like unfurling and um, some fruition of that revision stuff and I saw both of that this year I saw some change that led to opening up and unfurling yes. and um and yeah expanding a little bit yes well and even because your goals were around querying and mm-hmm. even like in identifying that these goals were for the me from two months ago yeah and I mean well, and I think even from yeah. the external you know like yes. I think I thought that that's how that was, uh, there was something more valid in that. Yes. And letting go of those beliefs is really Absolutely. Yay. Okay. Well, yay for 2023. <laughs> we hope that all of you um, had a great year. And, and even if it wasn't a great year and there was challenges, we hope that you were able to find, find some growth and some freedom even in that. Yeah. We hope you keep reading and writing and moving into the new year with, with some courage, putting your voice out into the world.